okay, girl, I'm going to sing this one octave too high, just like I was that little, you know, faggoty boy back in in um, middle school when they used to give me them little solos. Okay, okay. 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 I'm going to try to hit it like that, like back in the day, girl. Give it. Give when they it. have me. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> you tell me you're in love with me. Mm. Like you can't keep your pretty eyes away from me. Mm. It's not that I don't want to stay. But every time you come too close, I move away. I want to believe in everything that you say. Because it sounds so good. But if you really want me, move slow. There's things about me you just got to know. Come on with it. Sometimes I run, sometimes, sometimes I hide. Sometimes I'm scared of you. But all I really want is to hold you tight. Uh-huh. Treat you right. Be with you day and night. Baby, all I need is time. Mm. Ooh, girl. I, I bet you that was rough, but girl. No, I girl. I think you did that. Honestly, I think you did that. You know what's funny is I literally... Okay, good. I don't even think I remember that we were going to have a pretty song for this episode, but I literally was listening to Brittany yesterday, and she's just... Brittany's something special. Like, I know the girls always give Madonna props, and of course, you know, we're giving Ariana, but Brittany was... I feel like sometimes Brent, Brittany's mental health issues kind of overshadow that. She was, She did it. She did it for like every album had so many bops on it. Um, she's our generation's Madonna. Madonna, like she's our generation's right. Madonna. I think is Ariana yeah, is Ariana, you know. Ariana the new girl's Madonna. She belongs to like, or is she more the on Gen the like Z Beyonce girls, Mariah side. She, she she's technically a millennial, but she belongs to the Gen Z girls. Like she's their yeah. Madonna. You know. Yeah, although she doesn't change her style yeah. nearly as much as Madonna. Like Britney kind of was like, yeah, that, that's like, the problem. So actually, I don't think I don't think she really is giving Madonna. She I might be like their she's... Mariah. She might yeah, be their she's Mariah. Their Mariah. Yeah. Maybe maybe Billie yeah. Eilish. Because I mean, have you seen that new Billie Eilish oh. cover for Vogue? Oh my gosh, she looks so good on Vogue. So I mean, good. I've never seen her look like that before. Yeah. So like beautiful and voluptuous and style. I don't even yeah. know if she was serving that type of like body tea, but she remember she used to purposely wear clothes that like yeah covered on purpose because she wanted, didn't want to detract from the music and she was so I think so it was young. that but I think it was also some she had some insecurity too like I think she had like a lot of like I mean because she's just got has so it's so that girl's only like is she 18? 19? Like she's, she has so much fame so she's young, young. And has so much attention that I think it really it was also to kind of protect herself because I think there was like one photo of her in a bra that got out and people flipped over it and it's like it was just her in a bra oh. and it's like because she does and she kind of has like oh, wow. not small breasts but it's like people flipped out um, so I think feeling like so sexualized, I think it was also partly to kind of protect herself. But, um, but sometimes well, that, Vogue, you... that Vogue cover, like she, oh yeah, she yeah, y'all girls, like if y'all haven't checked it out, I'm woman this... type to you, like, yeah, it's been all, yeah. by the time this comes out, I'm sure y'all have seen it because it's been all over the internet this past weekend. But, um, Miss Sometimes, which, which album is that from, girl? Girl, that's from Baby One More Time is album. That's that like her second first single. One, right? Okay. That yeah, that's that's her second single from the first album. Yep, girl. Mm. And girl, I have a story about that that song is even more relevant. I know even more relevant now than it was last week. Girl, oh, but go man. ahead and do our little oh. intro, girl, because I got a little story about why it is. Why? Oh, I can't wait. Because also girl. I want to hear why, because I think it's one of your favorite songs. So I want to hear why it's also one of your favorite songs. Yeah. So Okay, g- cute. Girls, welcome back to a very exciting episode of Two Say Queens, one of the few places in the pause sphere where you can hear a conversation about politics, dick, and Britney Spears. <laughs> 
Um, I'm your host, Miss Malachi, and I'm joined by one of um, my single girlfriends, Miss Devereaux. How are you, sis? Hey, all the single ladies. How y'all doing? <laughs> um, well, I'm doing great, actually. And girl, I know we actually talked just a few hours ago, low key. <laughs> We're recording on a Sunday this week, and it's like it's a warm, warm day here in Detroit, girl. So it's so mm-hmm. funny. You and I actually talked a few hours ago, and then my mom called me. I had to talk to her, and then I decided, okay, let me get a little walk in before we start recording, mm-hmm. girl. So you know, it's eighty-two degrees out here in Detroit, and I'm just like, okay, I'm gonna walk in the park across the street from my house, girl. Oh, and lo and behold, I know this girl. You ran into more trade. I run. <laughs> I run into this butch queen that I, you oh. know, that I smashed a couple times. Oh, uh, but, but girl, no, no, it's but it wasn't like a, you know, it was he he was engaged with you know fish and other his neighbors and stuff, so I didn't want to be bothered, and he didn't okay. want to be bothered either. So I was just and I was just trying to walk with my ear. <laughs> did y'all just did y'all meet each other and were like I'd just give like the a, give a little nod, a little just snap, a little gl- just a little nod, yeah, just a little nod or whatever? Because I've run into him hey, periodically. Sis. But I, we sm- and that was that was some good smashing. I'm not gonna lie, we we smashed a few times and, um, and we and I. But it's like I don't want to smash again because I don't want to create that kind of dynamic. But I have, and then hmm. he didn't want to, and then he wanted to, and then I didn't want to. So we mm. like played that tit for tat, just game not a line. A couple so times, it's not meant to be. Yeah, we weren't aligned after those two times, I think, and then. Um, cause I'm not really on that tip anymore to be screwing somebody regularly like that, who I'm not with. And so <laughs> then, then not just that, not just that, then girl. So I walked around the park and then mm-hmm. I walk into the grocery store right next to the park girl. Okay. And then I see another, a white butch queen that I munched on before <laughs> and much, 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 and much. like this white butch queen I munched on girl I ran through the whole neighborhood in my whole phase I think and I didn't even know this girl still lived in this neighborhood but what happened was what happened was girl, uh-huh. uh, I munched before and then what happened was I found out he was um, married the homegirl was <laughs> no 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 I found out he was like more I, I feel like he was like low-key kind of racist like I don't know I just huh. I like I munched and then I then we talked afterwards and he just seemed like kind of racist, right? Mm. And so I remember like he like maybe a couple weeks later and I munched him on his 30th birthday. I remember like I had just turned 30 Happy and then birthday. he turned 30 right after me and I munched him on his 30th birthday as a birth like okay. That birthday. And too. then uh-huh. girl and I didn't really know him but it was just you know I just felt Apparently like Apparently not. <laughs> yeah. But then he was like low key racist like this white guy living in like downtown Detroit and I just felt I didn't I didn't like now you know racism I I think like most things is a spectrum like what kind of we talking what kind of racism are we talking no a little bit like not even not even a little bit uh not even MAGA not even MAGA racist like he wasn't uh of Trump voting type but he was just like like oh you know I don't usually mess with black guys oh that kind oh white queens are good for that you know I'm not gonna take you home but um it's been nice yeah. So, so he, to- he told now, you he doesn't, doesn't normally see- mess with black guys, or did he give you well, one of those like I'm not said, usually into black guys, but well, you're an exception. Granted, it was like five years ago, so I just can't remember it that well. But I'll just say like I didn't want I didn't really want to be bothered again. So what I mean is he actually asked me to like come back and munch again another uh-huh. time, uh-huh. and I said no, I don't think so. Look at the and ancestors then I, and then looking I, out for you. <laughs> yeah. And then I and then I thought maybe he blocked me because I didn't see him on my local grid anymore because maybe he blocked me when I said I didn't want to to mm-hmm. come back right 
Mm-hmm. And so, so because maybe because I'm blocked or I don't know, I don't, I, and I, I don't even go on my grid anymore. I'm the grinder or the scruff or anything very often, but I don't see him in my area on either app. So I didn't even know he still lived in this area, but clearly he does because he's shopping at this little hood ass grocery store mm-hmm. um, that no one would go to unless they live in this area. And so, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so sometimes I run, sometimes, sometimes I hide. Cause from that nigga I was hiding from, I was hiding. I was getting in and out. I got in went and behind, out of the grocery store. The I got what I <laughs> <laughs> and he, he was closer to the deli. So what I did is I went and just got the stuff I needed from the other side of the grocery store and went through that line so quick and got out of there fast. I and it. I recognized him even with the mask. I recognized him from the back of his head. Cause he, he's this tall oh. blonde, Look, I just knew, I knew in his stance and his, but I just, you just knew that's like, that stick I had. Like, I just knew it. Even, even, even it wasn't that good. Honestly, his dick wasn't (laughs) that, given all that. And that's also another reason why I didn't let it bypass, you know, the racism tea. But, but, but he was taller. You're like, if a good dick, I would make some exception for the racism. But he like he had his mask on, and he, I think he turned into a side profile toward the, de- and that's how I knew it was I verified it was him, and that's why like I went the other direction, got my shit, and got out. Oh, and he never saw it. me. That's so funny. Yeah, girl. So sometimes I run, sometimes I hide. You know. Yeah, you that type. I can see. Sometimes you. I'm scared of you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm scared of that dick that wasn't right. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. You know, all dick is not worth it, girl. It really isn't. Yeah. It wasn't worth it doing going back for this for seconds. It wasn't. Yeah. No, you deserve better. You're mm-hmm. worth more. You're worth more girls. A lot of y'all yeah. girls out there, you know, munching on lame dick. You're worth more. I just want to say that. <laughs> well, girls. Yeah, um, it was like, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. You got more to say you know, about it's like, your you lame know, dick. Like, you know, yeah, because you know how like you know, like we you know, that's not a that's not a compliment when you say, Oh, I don't I'm not usually into black guys, but no, you know, it's you're not cool. What? No, you're, but you're not, pretty cool. That but is they, not they, a but they think girl. it's a compliment. They think it's a compliment because they, they think, think they're telling you you're. Ex- they think, oh, you're, you're. I'm telling you, you're exceptional. It's like, yeah, by denigrating my entire race. So, it, bingo, bingo. <clears throat> but yeah, a lot, a lot of yeah. those girls do that, or they'll be like, I'm, I'm surprised you don't get that more. That because like you being a bit lighter, that the girls won't be like, or either they don't know you're black, or they might be like, oh, you're like a different type of black guy. I've never been. Because I feel like a lot of, no, girl, especially you know light skinned girls, get it. Hmm. You know who I used to get it from constantly, girl? <laughs> Back in the college days is where cool. I used to really get that. At, when oh, we were okay. at Penn, girl, and, and, and immediately right after Penn when I lived in D.C., I, now that's when I used to hear that the most. And I was so young, I didn't realize mm. how to the degree that was not a compliment. But, girl, mm. I'm going I'm to say some tea. You know, oh, I tea. heard it from Bala... I heard I was gonna, it from I was black gonna ask. guys. I was going to ask. I heard I it gonna... a lot of times from black guys. You know, I'm not really into other black guys, but, Ugh. you know, I kind of think you're kind of cute. Or... And guess who Guess who one of those black guys was? Don't do this. Guess who one <laughs> you of those really black guys was? It was, my, it was my boyfriend of, of you know, of <gasps> oh, through most of my senior you know, year. Yes. But you know, yes. I could see it, Who girl. hasn't dated a black guy since me? Who hasn't dated a black guy oh. since me? That huh. hurts. That hurt. Doesn't go. it hurt worse? Does that hurt more when it's like a black guy say yeah. it's like ah, it's that like oof, that hurts. And, and granted, he's oh. like, and granted, he's half white, but he's he's got ooh, he's got some time energy, girl. nigga. One I, I, drop, I say it. one drop, bitch. He, That's all he's it takes. got. He's got some time energy, and I I, I don't want to put him on blast. Cause I'm sure some of his friends, you know, who <laughs> are some of my friends have. might listen to this, but. <laughs> He to me, and he 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 proclaims to be so pro black, but I don't know that girl anymore anyway. So I'm just saying from what I can, what I you know. know you know what also happens back. sometimes is like 
You know what I also enjoy sometimes is the girls who either are pro-black or they talk about like, oh, I date, you know, the ones who you know, you kind of know, you just feel like, oh, I feel like you only date white guys. But they'll be like, actually, I date all types of guys. So like, I'm into all types of guys. And then they'll be like, oh, but my current boyfriend's white. And you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> Does oh, that okay. happen to you, girl? Oh, okay. <laughs> like, yeah. I love those girls who would be like, no, I date all types of guys. Like, I've had all types of boyfriends. Like, I had black boyfriends. And you'd be like, oh, what kind of boyfriend do you have now? Oh, he's a white boyfriend. Oh, I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay. How funny. Yeah. Isn't that so crazy? After all those other types of boyfriends, I, you just end up with a white guy again. Wild. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Well, anyway, girl, let's get to the some good tea. So, um, yeah, we'll, it, this will probably come back up again in your segment, I bet. But um, uh, let's do a little political tea, girls, because, um, you know, we're going to give a little tea to um, and just talk about Miss um, Robinette. Uh, because last uh, week, um, well, April 29th specifically was um, Joe Biden's 100 Days. Um, and 100 Days basically is a thing that I, I didn't know this. I, had, I was just kind of curious, like, where the 100 Days come from? Do you know, girl, where the 100 Days idea comes from? Of why is um, I mean, the it, it basically comes from the media, girl, just trying to create this artificial b- benchmark of, so, like, of the honeymoon period for a president you know it like is that when they when we should start holding them more account accountable yeah. or what we sh- you know what have they accomplished since they've been in office mm-hmm. i think the media created that shit I it is do. it is the media but it's also like some the idea of it kind of came from fdr back in the 1930s because mm. when he came into office he was dealing with this great depression so the fact that he had to do so much and like, i think he had like convened congress for like two months straight like so that idea of like a president having to like set the tone and get a lot done, especially in his first hundred days, started with him. So, um, but of course, the media ran with it and just gives them another thing to talk about for twenty four hours, um, for the twenty four hour news cycle, I should say. Um, but so, just a couple highlights I had, I think, from his speech, which I like, just you know, starting off just at you know top level, I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was pretty good. I don't know what mm-hmm. you thought, girl. Um, like, no, yeah, I was I, impressed. Yeah. I was. It was like uh it was like listening to FDR almost with all like it was basically like a, a brand new deal, girl. Like I don't know. It was so many, it was so uh, you, you felt girl, brand new deal, girl. I, I would say you, so. you felt like you would listen to FDR. Um, yeah, with all the policies that he's proposing, like he's basically proposing two more huge packages that coming up true. in that jobs bill. Um. In that jobs b- bill, that's really like an infrastructure bill slash jobs bill. Oh, okay. And then that Families Act bill, like each yes. of them are like, you know, I think one is like a two trillion dollar bill, and then the other one is the families one to provide childcare and all that is like one point mm. eight trillion. This is big spending. Like we haven't had yeah. spending like this in in generations. So <laughs> since since FDR. <laughs> Yeah, I I think that, but I and I think that kind of he was also coming into that crisis moment. So I definitely give you props for that because thinking about the fact of like you know with coronavirus and both how it's affected just our whole country and just the economy and the world that he was also coming in a um, a crisis moment. So I like you know one of the highlights that you know for sure feels like credit. And I think in general, even though the response you know the Republican response didn't give him any credit for it or they gave it all to Miss DJT, was, you know, his goal of 100 um, million shots in 100 days, he provided 220 million shots over those 100 days. Um, yes, and at least yes. 140 Americans, so it's almost like half of our population at least has their first shot. And I think that's real tea. Like, I was like, yeah, that's tea. Half of adults, half of adults. Half yeah. of adults. Actually, thank you for that, girl. Clarification. Mm-hmm. Uh, fuck the kids. They don't nothing. <laughs> well, that's what Joe Rogan said, right? Fuck the kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> That's basically what that nigga oh, said. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I, I think um, that definitely was a big highlight for me. Um, I mean, the economy in general. I mean, I didn't get my $2,000 check. I didn't even get my $1,400 one, if I'm being honest. But, you know. you Oh, you still didn't get that fourteen. You still didn't no, get that girl, $1,400? No, girl, I guess I might not. Maybe they just found me out, but no. <laughs> because, it's okay, though. Oh, I, okay. I, I, as long as my sister got it, I mean, there's people way more. I don't. I'm okay. Yeah, I don't that need that is, check. <laughs> I don't get why you didn't get that $1,400. Now, that is something to really go back in. Mm-hmm. I'll check with my tax I, I know why you did. I know why you didn't get the second one. We talked about that. But that first one, you're supposed to get. Oh, no, no, no. I did get the first one. I'm talking about the recent one. I'm talking about the... I, I, I got the first one. I didn't get the recent one. That's what I'm talking Oh, the you should have gotten the Biden 1400 You only got the Trump one is basically what you're saying? Yes, yes. I didn't oh the no! Button. There's only no. There's only no. There's only two. My bad. There's only yes, two. You yeah, got the Trump only one, but not yeah, the I Biden. Yeah, I got the Trump one, not the Biden. Yeah, you're one. not. Yeah, the Biden one. Yeah, yeah. I know you're not gonna get. Yeah. It. Um. Thanks for thanks for rooting for me though, sis. I appreciate it. But um, yeah. Mm-hmm. But in general, you know, I think we'll see how things evolve. But I think you know whether it's like rental and they, again, <clears throat> sorry, there can still be more. There can always be more. But I mean, girls, we were we were really Mr. Chief really was just out here letting girls just do whatever and just some of the support and subsistence going to like families and, and single homes and lower and middle class i think is more than definitely we were getting from miss djt so props to that um i think the thing that i thought was interesting was this i, I don't know if you was you were catching some of that tea but almost this idea of like um well one he's still trying to be everybody's president so i and again that's his goal he's sticking with that um but the idea of like you know and trying to like be for everyone being like come on we need to work together and stop competing with each other he's like because miss china over there we gotta watch out for her so i thought that was really interesting yeah how- <clears throat> which is no which is new which is something you know i always say like yes. we have all these internal culture wars and that girl over there is winning you know i work somewhere based around that whole thesis right yeah. that that's what's happening yeah so, like it's, it was not no. like in some ways like russia he of course gave a little bit of time to russia but it really felt like he was really you know, saying like China China's is the one who's who we really need to winning. be really to be thinking yeah. about. Um, Russia's and, a declining girl. Yeah. That girl is declining, honestly. Um, and I thought that was interesting, especially because he hasn't. They, the message hasn't really made any major moves yet, and I'm probably because it's a really complicated situation. I'm sure, but they're looking at her. They're looking at her, and I think um, a lot of us need to be thinking about you know the ways in which not like oh China. Well, and not get into like china just being at fault but the ways in which china you know this with the uyghur i can't say that what's the um the uyghur genocide the uyghur the uyghurs crisis um it starts with a u um that always messed me up um with that with um you know spying with i mean there's a list can go on and on about what miss china's been up to but um the other thing that and i will say this too (laughs) i think it's important to note that like you know that that Bernie Sanders was happy with it, and AOC were happy with the speech because, like, Biden did invoke the fifteen dollar per hour minimum wage that they hold so dear that I also think is important too. Like, he said, "Let's pass that." He talked about let's pass the George Floyd Justice and Policing Act by May twenty fifth, which is the day of the anniversary of George Floyd's death, also my birthday. Um, he also talked about we need to pass the um John Lewis Voting Rights Act. Yes. Uh, yeah. he That's you know he thing. mentioned a number of things that that were priority for him and everything was on the progressive wish list. Now, of course, certain cynics, certain like socialist trolls on Twitter are going to be detractors because that's how they make their coin. Like David Sirota or um, that girl, proud socialist. Uh, Ryan. Uh, I feel like one of my Knight, favorite accounts. Knight. Have you ever checked out waiting on Biden? 
at waiting on Biden. Yeah, I see Ooh. you follow her on our I lo- page. I, I, I love because that girl. I, <laughs> that girl did a forty tweet thread about all the things um, Biden promised. And I'm like, those politician girls do they do promise things? Um, I, I he but talked I w- about the. He, go ahead. No, you go ahead, girl. Finish. Yeah, he talked about and Biden also talked about the immigration. Like, we need to f- pass comprehensive immigration yeah. reform. Now he knows that he knows that's not happening. So he just said that, but he knows it's not <laughs> happening. And then, but he got to deal <clears throat> something to those girls. Um, and talked about a path of citizenship for dreamers. Now that maybe could happen. Mm. Um, and then so he talked about some things that are important. I think the girls who would be most disappointed with the substance of the speech are the the Latinx and immigrant rights people because he did, even though he mentioned a path to dreamers and like loosely we need to pass immigration reform he didn't talk about anything about raising the caps on refugees and all you know that's mm-hmm. so the socialist girls on twitter the trolls they're gonna all and, and some of them are gonna have valid they have valid critiques on that 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 is going to be you know a disappointment in his administration i don't think he's gonna rep hard for the immigrant girls i i don't i, don't. I mean i'll also say I, I still think some of the black girls are gonna find some fault too like i think the piece about the fact like i'll give it to you girl to see that old white man talk about white supremacy and call it a form of terrorism that was tea mm-hmm. i i appreciate that um, but I mean, but let's also be real, you know, black people helped Miss Robinette get into office, but we're still not seeing any substantive reform with policing and things like that. And I understand complicated state, local level, et cetera, et cetera. But I hate to say it, but Ms. Dr. Dr. Umar kind of had a point with it. <laughs> Did you watch any of that breakfast club? I didn't get to watch. It was like I, I didn't get to watch movie. it all either. I just watched some clips to it, but I'm like, and I, I, I low key, I low key do like watching him. I do li- low key like to watch Doctor Umar, uh, even if like I don't. He, was, agree yeah. with he fumbled he a little says. bit with some of the transgenders, him. and I was like, oh girl, just stop. Oh but, girl, and he's um, homophobic too. But he wasn't. Tra- it was interesting. He was, he was more not so much saying, but more saying about like you know that where are the you know with what black people have done for this administration where are the policies that are going to help us and protect us which he has a point about um and i think that, that i mean the girl still... like he, like i mean he's get, he gave a deadline for passing the justice and policing act I, 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 of I may 25th and but not only that girl not well not only that but but also i just read too that Tim Scott just said, Uncle Tim said that there is a deal very near, like that's coming. Mm-hmm. And so he yeah. just said that literally today. And he's the one negotiating on behalf of the Republicans. And the Republicans have agreed to go with anything that Tim Scott agrees to. Okay. So that is, they did really, and, and yeah, girl. Yeah, I think, I think something know, is so- going to happen. I still hate, and I still felt a little bit, I mean, you, I really felt it with Pelosi, but still felt a little bit of it in the Spider speech about this idea that like George Floyd died and there was a sacrifice so that we can really do something, you know, to confront our, you know, the racism and the policing. And it's like, no. I just, I, there's a little bit that ekes me out a little bit with that idea of like his sacrifice for the mm-hmm. greater good. Cause also like it remains to be seen if we'll reach that greater good. But, um, like I said, overall, I think, I mean, yeah, I, I would, I, I'm that girl. I'm gonna be a bit harder. I would get Biden like a B, a B. But I, but again, I really did like the speech and I just really enjoy us the fact that like this almost feels like old news when we're gonna be talking about this because, we're in a, you know, this is what it's like to have a competent government that we can like feel at least a bit more sure that some things, you know, some of the levers and the things that are happening with our government are going in the right direction. Um, but how would you grade like Biden's first hundred days, girl? Uh, I would say an A minus actually. Okay. 
I would say an A minus. But what I will say, one thing about that speech, he didn't say shit about student loans either, girl. Girl, so just it's not coming. It's not coming. I think I think it. that's it, girl. Yeah. Miss loans not coming. Miss loans not coming. So girls, well, I think unless he trips on them stairs a little too hard, because I think Kamala will bring it through, girl. But I don't. But you know, you know, you, <laughs> you gotta have one more trip up man to trip on some stairs, <laughs> girl. Because I think. T- I mean, oh. I'm not waiting. No, I'm not waiting. I'm just saying that's probably what would have to happen. Because oh, I know Sue, Kamala is going to bring that shit in, like, in within the first five days of her presidency. She's going to forgive yeah. that shit. Watch. Um, you know. And, yeah. And then and it'll be interesting to see if, like, you know, Ms. Robinick, because it, it, it's clear that it's going to be a little harder than, I think, even she thought to keep, to one, try and work with those Republicans. Because let's get to it, Miss Tim Scott. Those girls... That's still the party, Miss DJT. That's still Trump's party. Yeah, um, yeah. And it's not helping that the dim girls aren't staying in line. I'm looking at you, Kristen Cinema. I'm looking at you, Joe Man, especially Miss Joe. Oh, Joe Manchin. Fuck oh Joe. yeah, yeah. But she's like, she's pretty close to him. She's terrible. So um, she is Kristen Cinema of Arizona. You know, um, um, yeah, in terms of let, Uncle Tim Scott, yeah, let's get, it, let's get to uh, let's get into on cotton to Congress, girl, cotton to Congress. <laughs> you know, well, actually, before we even read that girl about how America isn't a racist country, uh-huh. you know, I I hate that he like he said that because he immediately discredited himself to the entire black community. Like he could have, I don't like for him to say that was. You know, that's what got him called Uncle Tom and Uncle Tim on Twitter and had that shit trending. Um, during and after his speech for mm-hmm. like four plus hours and so he set himself up by saying that in particular saying it's not a racist country because at his core he talked about all this racism that he suffered <laughs> and then you say that shit immediately after the af- and then those not are the only after effects those are those aren't that's not that's just the yes. lingering that's just lingers that's just shit that's lingering because then you then you give the then you give all these white people credence not to say oh well tim scott says it's not a racist mm-hmm. country and not only that then you set up kamala for the next right. day to be okay. asked that gotcha question and she of course and she so had to say it and she said she, oh, of no, course she has to say no and a part of me had been like bitch no. you should have said yes well it's like again you know, but you want her to a, say yes, but you, then that's you're gonna the you're gonna guess what's gonna have guess what's gonna happen to her? What what's happened to Michelle happen? Obama when Michelle Obama said on that speech during the '08 campaign where she said, "For the first time in my life, I'm proud to be an American." Yeah. She said that when Barack Obama won Iowa, and the Republicans used that shit against her for years. And granted, we were lucky that she didn't run for office during that time because. Basically, that was that is something they still use against her. But she's girl, not proud what to be an American. Is it like at what point are you still going to be worried about Republicans? Republicans are always going to find something to use against it. They're still they're still coming at Miss Com. They're still going to find something. They're still they're, that's yeah, who those girls are. So it's but like some stuff. At some, some point, it's like I get the idea of giving others, them more though. fuel, but I'm also like, how long are we going to keep trying to like you know hold our arm behind our back because we're like, well, we don't want this them to use this while they're still fucking like sharpening their knife to stab us. Like at some point you just got to get real um and definitely i mean yeah well, get to like the working families party because those girls were getting real um he wasn't a great orator mr jamal bowman um who's a democrat in new york but he was saying like straight up like stop killing us we're not for target practice like you know talking about incarceration talking about more money on jails and police and things like that like he was getting real so maybe it's about you know the new the new girls the alc girls i think those girls are gonna say it so but Miss Tim Scott yeah, definitely, Miss um, Tim Scott definitely set set those set set everybody. But they have up. nothing. Those girls live in safe. Those girls live in safe districts where they have Democratic built-in constituencies uh, and okay. built-in incumbency now. So I mean, um, 
So then you I guess you're not. So then, I, well, but we can't get too upset at those girls, and we can't get too upset at Miss Tim Scott being like America's not racist. <clears throat> yeah, because just continue. Well, I will say this though. I will say this. You know, you know, um, Karen Bass, who is negotiating the package on behalf of House Democrats, the congresswoman from Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. She she came and did an interview after Tim Scott's speech and after Biden's, uh, you know, first 100-day speech. And she said that Tim Scott's private comments as he's negotiating the package, because it's three of them primarily negotiating this package, all black. So it's Senate Dem- for the Senate Democrats, it's Cory Booker of New Jersey. It's Tim Scott for the Republicans of South Carolina. And then it's Karen Bass of California for the House Democrats, the Republicans. House Republicans are irrelevant because we don't need their votes, right? Mm-hmm. Here's the deal: is that they she said that his comments in private and his sincerity is private was so different than his public oratory, like in that speech, like that he's like very interested in. I believe that you know justice, girl. And that is a black man and, from the south. How could you not be? Like, I mean, that and that's kind of the thing I want to talk about, like real quick. I mean, I don't want to give too much more time for this. Um, because there was ways in which, like, that girl was so slippery and so smooth, like, from spinning the Georgia bill to, like, she didn't mention the insurrection. She didn't mention George Floyd, like, talking about, like, reverse racism. And it's just, like, you know, she stuck to the party line. But, like, how does that, how does a girl like that do that, girl? Like, how, I mean, I think it's just because she just has different priorities, like, her. But it's also clear that in some ways, from what Karen Bass is saying, like, there is some identity connection there for her as like a black person but what do you think is going on there sis just before we like move on well it's like it's schizophrenic politics like it was just so common i mean and i think that um you know she has to say what she has to say to different constituencies to you know make things happen for her whether it's getting elected from the south carolina white people because she knows a lot of black people are not going to vote for her as a republican you know and even though she's black and then um but beside that besides that and then she has to get some you know she wants to let those democrats that she's negotiating with the two black democrats know that she's having more candid conversations with them in private because she wants them to know that she's serious and that Mm. she she shares some common policy goals but one thing she's fighting against is is uh is what is it called um oh my god immunity what's that called for qualified immunity that qualified immunity she's fighting mm. against that and that's something that cory booker and karen bass are adamant about a reform to that reforming but that. i also can see why total- she has to fight against it because i bet that's something republicans are super adamant about on the other yeah side. because they because like, they said they said the that's cops. their line in the sand yeah yeah they wow. said that's their line in the sand so they gave her That'll the i think they gave miss tim scott those instructions that it's a red line yeah mm. but i guess there's a deal coming but i bet you it does not include a reform to qualified immunity yeah. i bet you it does not no so mm. Let's let's pray for better, hope for better. But but we might I think be disappointed on that. But I think clear, you know, final thing on that is like it's clearly that Republicans are still the party, Miss DJT. So let's just be real. About yeah, that. they sure are. You know, yeah. going out here going against critical race theory and you know things that are just true. Are like facts? Are just fucking facts? Are just the fucking your right, literal right. personal history? <laughs> oh, yeah. Man. Oh, girl. Well, enough of this. Right, right. I'm good on this. Um, but yeah. Okay, good. good. Um, <laughs> I know you're ready to move on. Um, yeah, I am, for sure. So, I didn't even really want to talk about this. But. Yeah, I know you did, but no. I wanted to. <laughs> a little political. Okay. Thing. And Cute. the girls will understand yeah. why I wanted to give something Tip a little for political. Tech, Tip for tech. Yeah. Well, now this is this, this is Shit. your stage, bitch. This is all you. So, um, 
uh yeah i'll hand it off to you because i'm not really sure what's gonna happen so let's go girl i love it when you come yeah. with a topic and you're like let, i want to do this so let's do it okay girl well here's my here's my thing is i i was talking to um a girl who when i say a girl a queen um <laughs> i was talking to this butch queen who hasn't had a man before okay. yeah you know like a bu- i'm already feeling like triggered. just a queen yes no, no. <laughs> no no like when i say a butch queen, you know just like a regular yeah, like just I'm not, not a, butch a queen, um yeah, you're more femme queen, but you know, like, this is probably a, a, in between, but she was like, she's just a queen, basically, who hasn't <laughs> had a man before. And that, okay. but that's a lot of my friends. That's right? the part that that's was triggered. <laughs> that's the part I felt triggered by. Yeah. Okay. 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 Because that, that might include one of the co-hosts here, and that may include <laughs> other girls in our network who I'm friends or frenemies with. Oh and, my God. you know, and so, Here's, but here's my thing I want to like say, but I just, you can't, I know it'll never resonate until you experience it, but okay. having a man is so overrated. <gasps> I mean, I really genuinely in my heart feel that it's overrated. And <laughs> I think, and you know, if someone who's been in a few, I love it. Having been, having been in a few relationships now of my own. Do you want to say how many? That. Um, I will see. It's like kind of nebulous because it's like okay, like you know, just round I mean, up, like, girl. Just round was like up. was this high school? Like, what, do I count? Do I count this high school boyfriend that was kind of like a quasi boyfriend? Or like, but I would say, like, but I feel it's like either that, three or yes, four because the boy. Well, it's what, either three high or four. Shit isn't quasi something, <laughs> so yeah, count it. It's like three or four. Yeah, okay. But I mean, well, that you know, was let, never let the girls that know your history never, of relationships. You know, not a girl who's like that I high dated school two one, months. I'm about to tell y'all. Yeah. No, that high school relationship was never consummated, though. So that's why I didn't, you know, I was still a virgin. <laughs> okay. That's girl. why I wanted to. Okay. Yeah. But it. I think that um, he was fine as fuck. Ooh, he was so fine. All right, we're going to um, look him up, too. We'll look him up. <laughs> okay. You know, he's not on social media anymore. I've been looking for that girl. Mm-hmm. But... Maybe that girl's gone. Okay, so anyway. <laughs> sorry. Oh, no, don't do that. She might, you know. <laughs> but that that is the kind of girl who used to go. She did used to go on rants on Facebook later in later years. So I do kind of worry about that girl. She was an atheist girl. So, you know, she didn't have any God to protect her. <laughs> but, um, but no, no, but anything. No, but I hope she's still around. Okay. I pray. For, um, focus, but no, no, no. Focus. This, is, this is okay. What I really want to say is, is like, I think there is the potential for a new paradigm. Hmm. Where I think we need to have this love letter conversation with ourselves as single queens and say, okay, what is it that we're really looking for in these relationships? Are we looking for the the time and companionship of one other person? Are we looking for the sexual element and the, and the consistency of the sexual element? Um, and so, and what can we get? Where? How can we get these things? Mm-hmm. One of the ways I think that we can really get these things is by living either in close proximity to family that we're close to or friends that we're close to. Mm-hmm. And I think that we can get that companionship element. I think about those old queens in the AIDS days, in the pre-AIDS days, mm-hmm. and how they were just, the gay, you know, those gay friends in New York City and LA and San Francisco were so close to each other. They mm-hmm. were like brothers and sisters. Like, they damn near had a collective. Know, like they all lived in the same building or like the same apartment. Yeah. Yes, like like a rent type of tea, like mm-hmm. that, like you know that play rent and mm-hmm. like or even an it's a like, sin. Remember we saw it's a sin. That's how well that's not where I'm yes. the still. 
And that was in London, yeah, but the girls were, you know, and the girls were taking care of each other when they were sick and burying each other when they died from AIDS or other related things. And I think that, you know, if we had that kind of companionship network, again, among gay men, I think, and then we, and then now we're in the prep era, right? We're in the freedom era, and then we also know about you know, infection and STIs and whatnot. And I think we have way more information now and we can have short-term sexual relationships and have these companionships too among our close friends living in this proximity. And I think in many cases, we can get the same fulfillment. We can adopt kids individually and have the community take care of the kids with us. Mm. We can do, you know, but we need to form more community again. Like, honestly, like, Miss Malachi, you and I should really be living in the same city at some point. Like, mm-hmm. you, you, me, and maybe Contessa, you mm-hmm. know, you and Contessa should be living in the same city like we really need to have more close proximity again because i think part of why we don't get this is right it's like we're like you know our close circle we're in different parts of the country girl mm-hmm. we're not I even living not, together like those I have old not queens lived with any of my best friends for over 10 years and and it's and it's interesting one of the things um you know i think i've told you this i've told it's like one of my reasons for even wanting to get out of la or leave is like wanting to be closer to like some of those friends because it's like yeah i can see you several times a year but there's just something different about being to like being in a space where you like know that like oh i can see my sister my brother my like other half like that and like not have three thousand miles or a flight that takes six hours to get there um and there's a comfort there and i feel like as i've gotten older i've learned to appreciate that because not to say that I i have some amazing friends in la for sure um and i and as you get older i think you more appreciate both the friendships that you develop and you're more careful about the friendships and relationships you develop um but i think i've also as i got older i realized the ones that have you know sustained the um (laughs) the ravage of time (laughs) there's a better (laughs) but sustained time the ones who have held out the ones that you still have you know 10 8 15 i mean we we did those numbers on that one show that many years later, yeah. I think are really a gift. I mean, really I've known precious. you since 2004, girl. I've known you since 2004. Girl. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you can't take, you can't just, re- you can't easily replace that. You can't easy, easy, easily replicate that. And I think being in a space where you can then continue to foster that and there's a safety net there. I think for a long time, I felt like, oh, I'm just like, it's kind of a form of like giving up or it's kind of a form of like, oh, I feel like I'm not strong to just make it on my own or do it on my own. But at this point, especially after the pandemic, I'm like, girl, fuck that. Like, I'm ready to just go be in my like safe space with my Judy's. Like, I'm ready to just go live close to them. I, you know, I'm going to be taking a little trip in June. And literally part of the reason I'm going, I don't really love Miami like that. But I'm just going to go spend time with um Contessa because she lives in Miami. I yeah. don't really care about that city yeah. like that. Um, I, anytime I want to go to Detroit, like, yeah, it's not kind of to see family, but just to see spend more time with you. Um, and so, yeah, I definitely think you're on to something there. I think, though, you know, to really, if you're going to make the case, so I think you got to talk about why those, I mean, obviously we were ravaged by the AIDS, you know, epidemic, but why also have we, you know, why has our community fallen into our, why has our community ended up this way? And I think it's worth saying, you know, my take, and I'm curious what yours is, is that this isn't a gay or queer or LGBTQ plus thing. I think this is just a people thing that we just have gotten so used to digital spaces <clears throat> yes, and just almost yes. not valuing, you know, our human to human, our in-person, you know, contact. 
um, that I think is almost like, we're like, oh, we can do it. I can just move and be fine. And I think it turns out that like, it's not as easy as it sounds and it does wear us down. And we do miss, there. there's some stuff that you can't just replicate with virtual relationships. If, if that's anything the pandemic has taught us is that not everything can just be replaced virtually, no matter how close we might get. Um, but what do you think was the change? No, I and totally do agree. Do you think where do you think we're going? I totally agree. I totally agree because I think we're more fragmented, and then some of our meeting spaces, because we're so much more fragmented and digital, have evaporated. You know, and that with and then that that basically accelerates meaning like that the trend bars further. and the clubs. You mean like those kind of meeting spaces? Exactly. Yeah. There's fewer of them. There'll be fewer yeah. of them, you know? And so, but see that lower, like we need these collectives in our major cities, in our gay hubs, you know, I know this Detroit collective, this is not my collective, so I know my collective is in New York City, but I will say, but I, but I, um, you know, but yeah, I think that it's like, I think, you know, and I do have some close friends in New York City and I think I could be happy there because, but I'm not, I, I don't want to be that girl ever who's like constantly on Tinder, on Pinge, on Grinder, on Scruff, like constantly seeking out something to fulfill an empty space because there is no empty space here. I enjoy my own company. I enjoy mm, my present, you know, my... I, I, there's no empty space here. And especially is like, I think because in Detroit, because I'm close to family. So there's like no empty space here. But if I get to New York, I'll be close to close friends and there'll be no empty space there. And so I think, you know, I think we have to consider that. Are you in a space where you're constantly seeking out? Because you're, you don't have those close ties and those close bonds mm. and those close relationships in close proximity. Where's your collective? Is it close by? Cause if it's not, you're going to be just seeking out these, you know, relationships that are not, or I mean, you're saying they're not or, worth the trouble. Why do you think they're not worth it? Cause I mean, could our relationship be that? Could not that man be your, collective friend best friend sister husband but, that, could that not be but he can't be one? your everything he can't oh, be your everything no nope. okay. and i and i think and i don't it. think he can be your everything i don't mm. think one person can be your everything and i think that just relying on that one person to be <laughs> your everything is where I go these girls, girls have these nervous <laughs> breakdowns and mm. they they can't cope when it doesn't work out i know a girl like that going through that right now who's mm. um maybe shown up on an episode or so but oh i think God. that um, you know, but I, I would say, yes, it's true. So I think that, um, so I'll just say, yeah, I think we need to be near our collective. And I think my collective is New York City. I think your collective, you know, could also end up migrating back to New York City. I think, you know, but I think like this, this circle we're in could form a collective in New York City if we ch- actively choose to do that. Yeah. But, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Do you it's, want, it's, do you it's up want to the girls? Do you want the girls to fully commit to like, cause I thought about that. I'm like, I'm like, can we just get a house together? Like this idea of like, why are we all paying separate? Like, why are we all living? And I get it. Oh my it. gosh. But like, couldn't we, we could all, all afford it. If house? we all moved to New York at the same time, we could get a townhouse girl. All like, cause I'm like, wouldn't York, that be better? And I mean, the thing is like, you know, some girls I think don't always play well with each other, others and like have their own, but it's like, we could get a townhouse like, with subdivided depart, uh, subdivided apartments even. You know? Yeah. Something like we that. Could, where like, it's like, then you don't have to worry about yeah, knocking each other's and, doors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know that idea. Like I have always said that for like, well, I think I, I've lost it a bit for one of the girls, but I think for a couple other girls, um, I've always said that like my dream would be to be like that. I could just walk out my door and like literally go down steps and like go across the street or go next door and knock on your door. Like I will, like I feel like that's gonna happen at some point. Um, 
We need like Noah's Ark tea, kind of like we need like something like that, like all of those shows where they have they like gay groups of friends. Other, they yeah. they don't live that close to each other, but like yeah. even more yeah. proximity. <laughs> it's hard to that. do that in like, LA. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but queers folk tea, they kind of live kind of close to each other, I think. But um, but I feel like yeah. you're also saying as you get older, you're realizing that like a relationship isn't necessarily going to fix everything. It's not going to make you happy. Yes. It's not going to complete you. Yes. I feel like that's also what you're trying to say. Yes. And that's why it's more important to, you know, nurture and take care of these friendships and relationships that aren't, you know, a man. Um, Cause I, I know plenty of girls and I know you probably know some girls too, who like the minute they get in a relationship, girl, they just bitch. Where, yes. Oh, she don't pick up. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Oh, the girl, the girl I was just, the girl I was just talking about who, you know, is just getting out of a long-term relationship. She was that girl when she was in her relationship. She wasn't consistently. Why can those girls never balance it? I don't understand it. Like they almost feel like they, like I know a girl who needs to like, she doesn't even want to like go out to dinner late or take trips without by herself. And I'm just like, girl, like, but mind you, her, her man is fine. Like her man would not care either way. But she feels like guilty about like not being there and not, you know, eating dinner with him and all this tea. And it's like, yeah, sis, like I get it. But is mm-hmm. that and I'm like, then I hope that never ends, girl, because it's like I, kn- yeah. I know a girl's relationship is over when all of a sudden I'm like, oh, look at her texting me. Oh, look at her calling. Oh, exactly. oh what happened? Exactly. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, sis. <laughs> I'm sorry, sis. Yeah. <laughs> you know what girl it's all right though there'll be more out there (laughs) and i'll say i will give a lot of not all fish because some fish are bad about that too some fish are just like that too but i'd say i have more fish friends who are better about that than queens like Mm. some of my fish friends do a better job keeping in contact even when they have serious relationships and get married and have kids and still be in contact all the time. Mm. I have one fish friend girl. I talk to almost every single day, almost. Girl, and, I have a... Um, yeah, one of my girlfriends... Who has two kids. Married, she has two kids. Right. Married, two kids, and will still be like, oh, I'm about to go leave my husband and kids and come hang out with y'all. And I'm like, this bitch got two kids and married and still making time to come see her friends. Like, Yes. And yes. you over here, no kids, no dog, nothing. And you're like, oh, no, I can't leave And no ring. And no ring. And, and still don't do and, this and no don't ring. do this How and you know no they ring. Don't have no ring. doing that shit <laughs> no they don't be having a ring but they'll be like he's it's okay though because i know he loves me i'm like oh, okay you're not getting oh, that okay and that tax credit though but okay well he loves mm. you though that's nice that's nice that's real nice girl. um yeah yeah girl. that's it girl that's so yeah that's word. my that's my love letter to single girls let's Let's form our collectives, like figure out your collective, where it is, what city it is, and, and move there and find your, find your collective. But some, for some of the girls, the collective is with their family. Like they like to live close to their family, be close to their family. They're super close. I'm close to my family. I live near my family now, but girl, I could, you know, I could have another collective in close friends too. So it's just, I'm open either way, but I, I like having collectives and that's part of what keeps me those relationships. It keeps it so there's not an empty space and I'm not constantly out here seeking out a man and swiping on tinder because it's not that's not the realm that i'm in now i do need some dick now and then right and so that is so a temporary need i can get fulfilled from that nothing wrong with little yeah dick exactly exactly mm. that's a temporary need i can get when i need a dick need is dick. Met. i'm not talking about a man who i gotta deal with all his you know yeah bullshit and yeah but 
That's but you know I'm but I'm gonna still say because I <clears throat> am one of those girls that have not ever had a relationship. So for me, I still mm-hmm. want to like I just still want to have one. Just say I did it, yeah. and then go back to the collective and be like, yeah, it was it was it was it was what I it was what I thought it was. And um, but who knows? Maybe yeah. that first one will work out. Um, doubt it, but we'll see. That's true. <sighs> yeah, but I want I do want that for you that one experience just so you can mm-hmm. either. Ex, you know excel in it and do well in it or, or you fail. know experience it and move on <laughs> you know yeah uh, and, and maybe it's also just like I, I will i mean this is a whole nother conversation for another time but then that idea of like because i've had another girls who also get to this idea of like maybe it's also not just that one man and that maybe it's also about the fact that like i just enjoy this dude's company and maybe another dude's company but now maybe i'm never gonna just settle down with one man like maybe i'll be really close to this guy but maybe I'm always just gonna be open, or et cetera. Um, okay, that's another show. Yeah, for another, another show. show. But I think with that, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna yeah. start wrapping up this one right here, and we got some yes. news. But first, girl, we're gonna do a little out of order. Do you have any snaps for the girls? Yeah, I just want to give two snaps to Donatella Versace, girl, who just turned <laughs> okay, sixty-five. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah, girl, because <laughs> I, I just think she's was... so fierce. She's I didn't know so fierce. You were a Versace that girl, girl like that. Okay. I'm a Versace girl. I because I, I think it's so fierce how she was like her brother's muse and a marketing girl and she had no experience in design and fashion girl. And when her brother died, she took that shit over as if she had all the fashion, you know, fashion experience in the world, girl, and kept that company running to present day girls. I just yeah. I just think that is so fierce her story. That girl overcame a lot, honey, mm-hmm. and I just think you know, and that song, like, you know, by Lady Gaga, Donatella. You know, mm-hmm. I love that song, mm-hmm. too. But I just think, mm-hmm. um, in that little Lifetime movie they did about her, I feature that. And I, I really featured Donatella Versace, girl. I just, and I saw, like, all the girls, like, you know, Kendall Jenner and Naomi and stuff were saying, you know, happy birthday to her today. And it just made me think, you know, I want to say happy birthday to Donatella, too. Even though she doesn't know me, you know, a fan from afar. Yes. Yeah. And who knows? One day. Never know. One two day. snaps. Two snaps. Yeah. Love it. Um, so I am going to end with thoughts and prayers and my thoughts and prayers are for our listeners. Um, so girls, um, if you couldn't tell from the title, this is it. The time has come. This is the end of our first season. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I know it took a whole year. And we gave y'all a whole year's worth of content, um, but it's time for us to take a little break. Um, I think um, I know I'll sit, speak for myself and let Daryl chime in. We love doing the show. Is for me, it's been like you know I already talked to this girl, but it's still been nice to like think differently in a different creative way and to work together in a weird way um, with uh, my good sis um, and just have this space that's also a retreat to kind of vocalize and talk politics even when we don't agree we're still like i think we still either come to we still understand each other and i just love that um but you know this year has also taught us that you gotta make sure you don't burn out and you gotta do self-care so um and we have a lot of stuff going on um a lot of moves i know i got moves to make um both job wise and you know money wise deborah you making them moves girl uh <laughs> I know you're not worried about the mad move, but you making all types of moves, um, which is so exciting. So we just felt like this feels like a good time to just take a break, take the summer, um, to recharge, 
Um, we have, we're not like really going to not be doing anything, not a full um, sabbatical, um, cause we have some things in the works behind the scenes that we can't always get to week to week. Um, so in terms of like thinking about guests, like going for certain guests and some like PR work and general brand work for the show, merch is a big thing that we've been talking about, but just, I at least haven't had the time to kind of really focus on, um, but we're not going to leave you high and dry. Deborah, you want to tell the girls what we're thinking about doing for the summer in terms of the episodes? Yeah, I think we're going to release one special episode a month. That's mm-hmm. our target um, leading up to our season two premiere in September. So, mm-hmm. you know, hopefully an episode in June, an episode in this is our May episode, uh, but an episode <laughs> in June, an episode in July, an episode in August and leading back into the whole start of the season in September. So... Yeah. Um, that's um, our goal. And so we're not leaving you totally high and dry, but yeah. obviously we won't be here every Wednesday like we've been for the past year. Um, yeah. cause yeah, we, we'll need, I need this mental health break, girls. This is a lot. I got a yeah, lot. Yeah, girl. On. I mean, yeah, how about you speak on it? Yeah. Say, say a little piece of like, it's just how you a feel lot. About- it's just a lot. This is like a third job for me because I already have two jobs. So, you know, and I enjoy it for sure. It's an, also an outlet, but I think that I really, for the summer, I need, I need to do some planning too for the next season because, you know, like like Miss Malachi said, planning the guests, planning the you know, and then I am also over social media and I'm posting every day there. Now that I probably will continue to post most days, if not every day, on our social media. So you can probably expect to still see the naked men on our Instagram <laughs> and, you know, Woody commentary or retweets on our Twitter. But I think that um and I actually post a lot of good articles on our Facebook, but I know the girls don't really go there for us but i think i think a girl should check out our facebook because i post some really good articles there but i think um you know i just want to say yeah i've enjoyed speaking to you all every week and your listener comments and concerns and off you know uh direct one-to-one comments to me and i just really appreciated our our audience to, to the congregation you know to snap to the congregation too for being here with us throughout this whole year we really appreciate you yeah so, um and then, like, in addition to the episodes, you know, I have also a couple ideas. Like, I have this book club idea. So, it's not necessarily going to be a show, but maybe, you know, I'll take over the Instagram a bit or go live with that about, you know, because she needs to catch up on some reading. So, she's not just talking out her ass all the time. Um, so, this I'll be posting that. Um, I have, like, this kind of live show idea that I've been wanting to play with and kind of get up in a little yes. bit of a look need- to get the girls practice. We for need to what- plan that. Yeah. We need to plan that shit. Yeah, you some know, of that stuff I, is a little hard to do. don't have any planning time. Week um yeah and planning time like because we are we are this show's producers and you are the show's editor like we don't have it it's the it's the two of us this is it <laughs> you know i'm the social media manager you're the editor we are both producers and yeah. in the on-air talent and so this is a lot of this is a lot of work we have no one no <laughs> and we do it you know and i know other girls do it too but this is yeah we need to but be, i'm doing this in two other jobs on. so I, I don't know what the other girls do it but this is how we're doing it um and also yeah i just like the idea of us just having a bit of a you know a balance like y'all miss us a little bit but again we're not gonna be too far away um and yeah definitely make sure to check out our social media because the one thing i'm also gonna be doing is like kind of sending out a little bit of a survey or a little bit of like a post check because we want to know you know the other thing is like we want to know what y'all want because we also do this show we do it for us for sure but we also do it for y'all we mm-hmm. want to know like what kind of if there's guests you want us to have on or just topics you want us to cover or shit you want yes. me to stop saying or you know a girl came at me recently about some stuff i was like okay girl well this is the reason i do that but <laughs> appreciate the feedback um but yeah again you know girls no we're not soft um we don't we're not um soft thin-skinned girls so 
um, with that, just wrapping it up, really do want to thank you all for listening. Every week, it really means so much to me. Um, and I'm just glad if, you know, we even give you a little bit of joy, a break from the madness, some consolation that you're not the only one feeling a certain way. Um, so with that, I think we're going to, you know, really wrap it up. Um, as always, social media, at to save queens twitter ig facebook tiktok you know you really got to keep up with us um and hit the notification bell um i know it's gonna be hot out there but i hope y'all stay safe healthy and safe this summer um and deverell do you have a final word this season for the children happy vaccinated summer girls happy vaccinated (laughs) summer girls this is your time, girl. Okay, if you're vaccinated, get out there, do your thing, get to the clubs. New York City opening on July 1st. Uh, California opening, I think, even sooner, girl. Happy vaccinated summer for you non-vaccinated girls. Get vaccinated. Otherwise, stay your goddamn asses in the house, girl. Okay, stay in the house. <laughs> Otherwise, talk to y'all soon, girl. See y'all soon. See y'all in June for a special episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.